Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, you are going to hear a recording from a training that we offered inside our coaching community, Multiply 2.0. And today's training and topic that um, you're going to be listening to is all about bookings. So if you are in the party space of direct sales, or you are just in general looking for some outside of the box ideas to, uh, you know, whether it's for events fundraisers, all kinds of things. I have some really great strategies and tips and just mindset around um, how to fill up your calendar in the party space. So I hope this is helpful. There are some questions and engagement near the end of the episode that you are more than welcome to stick around and listen to and just some good um, even banter and connection from a couple of our clients. But um, yeah, so I'm excited for you guys to listen and I hope it is helpful. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Awesome. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about booking abundance. And I think one of the reasons why I love this term is that, you know, in this industry, one of the worst things that you can do for yourself and for your business and your brand and your trust and authority is to act from a place of desperation. And I'm sure you guys could probably agree with me on that, no matter whether you are, you know, booking in-home parties or sending messages to, you know, sell products or uh, regardless of what it is in general, right? Like we all have this desire to build and create a business of abundance. And, you know, one thing that I have noticed across the board does not, literally does not matter what you are trying to achieve in life. It always comes back to consistency. So you know, the things that I am about to share, um, it's not a matter of, oh, it's this one thing you do it this one time and then you're done. No, it's a matter of a combination of, you know, habits and consistency in regards to, um, just, you know, the, everything that I mentioned, it's literally, when I look back at the success that I had, you know, everyone would always say, and I said this, I think last week at one point that consistency was my superpower. I wasn't the like overnight success, you know, it was a matter of, I just kept doing the thing, 
right? I just showed up and did the thing. And some of you guys might just need that reminder today, listening that you already know what to do, right? But I do think there's a lot of power in number one, a reminder be like, oh yeah, I used to do that. You might hear some things today that you're like, you know what? I used to do that. <laughs> or I did that once before. Or just, you know, I'm going to hopefully give you some strategies that are a little bit outside of the box, right? So, so maybe something you haven't done before. So if you are ready, we're going to jump in and have your, give your pen and paper handy. Awesome. If, if not, totally okay. You can come back and access this. Um, I actually need to upload um, last week's training as well as this one to Kajabi. And so inside your uh, portal, you will have access to, you know, basically a library. And so I'm going to have them each labeled. It's not just going to say like coffee chat and the date. It'll say, you know, the, the title of the training. So you'll be able to refer back to these as well. All right. So before we jump in, you have to, I'm going to kind of cover a couple of um, ground rules. All right. So the first thing is that you have to decide how many parties you want on your calendar each month or week. Um, and you know, what's interesting about this is I remember hearing this, you know, early on in my business from my upline and mentor. And I, I was kind of like, just shocked by this concept of like, oh, you can just decide, right? How many parties you want to have. And I was literally like, but how does that work? Right? <laughs> like what? You can't just say like, oh, I want, you know, four shows a week. And then you just magically have them. Right. And at the end of the day, it starts with that decision because you are the one that is going to follow through on the plan, on the actions. And you have to make that decision, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it is four shows a week. Maybe it's, you know, one event a week. Maybe it's, um, one in-home event or party and, you know, three, whatever, or maybe you're like, I'm just going to do all in person and then I'm going to do, you know, attraction marketing, whatever. Right. But the point is you have, you get to make that decision, right? It's your business. The second thing, and you guys know how passionate we are about this is that you have got to track your reach outs your connections and the results. So we, right, we're holding you accountable to those reach outs in regards to and connections for, you know, obviously business builders, right? So recruiting conversations, but no matter what you do, right? Anything in your business, you can track it. All right. It, you can track your social media engagement. You can track your connections. You can literally anything that you track and you measure, you can improve. Okay. And so if you have, you know, a goal to have however many bookings that you choose, then you need to be tracking who you're reaching out to, the connections that you're making. Did they respond? If not, follow back up, right? It's not like, oh, well, they didn't respond. They must not be interested. Who knows, right? Maybe they just open the message and their cat jumped up and they dropped their phone, you know, like there's just literally no telling. So track, track, track. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but that's needs to be a priority. Make your goal a non-negotiable, okay? And so what essentially needs to happen is if you say my goal is four shows a week, I'm going to look at my calendar and I would always put, because I used um, my Outlook calendar, I always had my shows on Tuesdays. It's like when I would start my shows and I would have four green spots because to me, green means money, right? And my bookings give me money. And so if I did not have four green spots, I had to fill that up before I could even look at the very next week. So you even need to have this mindset when you're sending the messages 
because then it's not a matter of, oh, someone else's answer is dictating my success. No, now it's a matter of, I just have to keep asking until I fill up the four spots, right? That's, if you look at it that way, it doesn't really matter when someone tells you no or ignores you. Instead, it's a matter of, okay, I just have to fill up these spots. That's just like part of your job. If you're if you were working for some corporate, you know, a CEO and he said, hey, you've got to sit at your computer until all of these green, green spots are filled, you would be sitting at your computer. And so why not give yourself the same respect that you would give to someone else? And then be willing to step outside your comfort zone and try new things. Okay. I think, you know, I, I love the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't get me wrong, right? Like if you've got a good strategy and system that works for you, awesome. But I do think, especially the majority of you on here are a leader of some kind. And so I also think recognizing that there are so many other opportunities available to you, especially in today's world. And so even if you're not necessarily doing those, I think it's a good resource for you to have as a leader. That way you can share these ideas as well with your team. And then, of course, just like I said at the beginning, consistency is the answer to booking abundance. All right. So. I'm going to share some ideas. If you're ready for an abundance of bookings, you can type let's go in the chat um, because we are going to get you guys have a jam-packed full calendar, okay? Because as we all know, the summer can get hectic. And if you're not, if you're not already full through the summer and you're not acting on it now, you're going to be in trouble, okay? Because people are busy and they're going to give you every excuse under the sun. All right. And what you've got to recognize, you've got to go into it with realistic expectations and expect the opposition, expect the busyness, expect the whatever. And then how can you overcome those objections? All right. So we're just going to jump in. The very first idea, this is not anything um, new. In fact, many of the ideas that I'm sharing, you're like, oh, I've done that before. Oh, I've seen that before. But I, again, these, these are what worked and what will work for you. All right, so you can do this on in your like VIP community. And if you're like, I don't have a VIP group, well, consider this a sign to start a VIP group, okay? Because for one, Facebook is record is basically they're out the way they're literally launched, and also the way they uh, have evolved as a software is they emphasize more of community. And you've probably noticed this, like start paying attention to the posts and the content that you see on Facebook. A lot of it is coming from inside a group that you are active in. Okay. Not all of it, but some of it, like um, just as one example, I'm inside someone's VIP group with Pampered Chef. And so I like always see her, her post when she posts inside her VIP group. And the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, if you don't have a community to funnel your current customers in. That's what you need to be building up and focused on because you might not view it as like, oh, this right now, like this big priority, but over time, those are going to be your warmest leads, not just for bookings, but also, you know, potential recruits, right? And so these are kind of like your fans, your not just super fans, but just people who are customers who like to know, you know, maybe it's your host, just all of those people. Um, but you can easily do this on your personal page as well. And so you can either create an image like this one where it's like, you know, either the host special or, you know, even just you could change it to if you could pick anything for 50% off, right? Because a lot of host um, 
you know, benefits at least have that half price, or even you may pick a couple of products that you're like, I'm willing to pay 50% of blank, right? Maybe there's a, a product that you, or, you know, if you're like in jewelry or whatever, obviously a lot of this is going to come from my own personal experience. Um, but just kind of basically having a post where they can answer what would they, what would they pick? And then um, you're going to send a message to everyone that comments. And I usually will also message the people that like or love or give me any kind of engagement. You can also do something like this in your stories as well. You could even do um, a live video, basically any kind of content, you can convert it to something else. But this is something that I wouldn't, again, this is not a strategy that I would say, this is what you do every day. Please don't do this every day. But this is a good way to kind of get a bunch of, you know, engaged, warm leads and people that you can essentially message and send something like this without feeling like I'm messaging someone out of the blue. Because if someone is engaging with your content, then that is basically telling you like you can continue their conversation in Messenger. It's get, it's, that is this concept of permission marketing, right? Like if they're commenting on something, you can then reach out to them and say, hey, I want to share something with you. Um, I'll be short and sweet. And you can send this in a voice clip or you can send it like this. Um, and some people like to do these kinds of posts and give a giveaway, you know, like they're, a, you know, a cookbook or a jewelry or a whatever, you know, whatever it is that you sell, okay? Um, Second idea is fundraisers. And again, I can speak from the Pampered Chef perspective, but I want to encourage you guys, even if you're not in Pampered Chef, because I have no idea, most companies have some kind of um, compensation or, or plan for fundraisers. So I can't really speak to, to all of them because I, I just don't know. But at the end of the day, if you are, you know, doing a fundraiser, you have to look at it like, um, it's not necessarily a matter of the commission that you would get from it, okay? Now, certainly there is a lot of opportunity, and I'll speak to that here in a second, for commission, but you have to look at it like those are more customers or more, you know, potential um, hosts or bookings or clients or whatever it is that you want to call them that you didn't know before, right? You're getting, now you're getting a list of contacts that may be ordered because someone was going on a mission trip that you had, you had never met. Okay. Um, and so, you know, for me, I, if I was you, it's a couple of thoughts is maybe pick one thing to focus on outside of your normal routine, your normal messages, your normal, whatever, and focus on it each month and say, you know what, I'm going to try to book maybe one fundraiser a week for this type of you know, um, organization. Okay. So for like mission trips, you know, people are starting to go on mission trips, you guys in the summer, right? The summer is like a hot time for that. So maybe make a post about like, who do I know that is, um, going on mission trips this summer and then reach out and ask them if they would be interested in hosting a party to raise money, to pay for their mission trip. Um, I have done fundraisers for a, um, a private preschool, because they do not get government funding <laughs> like they don't. So if there's like a Christian or a private organization of any kind, um, they it was kind of shocking to me. They were like so excited about it. It was like a almost like thirty five hundred dollar um, fundraiser. I just gave a um, 
basically, I think I ordered, you know, I don't know how many catalogs or whatever, but I, I've made these little packets. Okay. So I probably invested, you know, however much for the, the catalogs, like it was like a hundred packets or something to go home with the, the children and also for the teachers or whatever, you know? And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to look at it like it's an investment. Not everyone can afford to do that. And I understand, but I saw the potential and it paid off. Right. And so it was like, you know, like 3,500 and we did it several years in a row. And so there was just, a, to me, that was exciting too. I even had someone sign up like out of nowhere, like reach out to me. just like, Hey, my best friend's um, son goes to this preschool. I got your information. Right. And so you just never know what can come from the connections that can come. You could even do a specific teacher. So you could do a fundraiser for, um, you know, the, their classroom for like supplies to pay for um, things that they need. You can do a sports teams, uh, you know, like especially in like the spring. So maybe um, whether you, or even honestly, kids have like traveling sports all year round, like all the, all the time. I've done one. For um, a friend of mine, she had, um, she's, you know, um, in remission, thankfully, but at the time she was diagnosed with cancer and they were doing all of these like different fundraisers because her and her family had to like move. They had to relocate to, to be closer to this one doctor, like in the whole U.S. that like specialized. And so I was just like, hey, you know, would you guys be interested? Um, certain things like that, when it's like close to my heart, I would donate my commission or I would say, I'm going to donate an additional 10% or I'm going to, you know, you'll get, you can do it however you want, right? Like everyone has their opinion on how they, they want to do fundraisers. But for the most part, I've never had anyone be like, well, that's not very much money. <laughs> like everyone's always just like, thank you so much. Like, you know, I really appreciate it. Um, this is one that I think, is kind of outside the box, but I absolutely loved doing these. So there was a season in my business when I made a post about adoptions. I asked, who do I know that's in the process of adopting and, um, or do they, you know, or they know someone who is adopting. And I think I had, you know, like 20 comments. It was kind of surprising to me. And so I would reach out to the, to the person and I would ask them if they would be interested in doing the fundraiser, because many people, whether you yourself have been through this or you probably know someone who has, a lot of times they do fundraisers, right? Or they do like silent auctions or they just do various things. And so what ended up happening is um, I booked like, I don't know, I want to say like 10 different adoption fundraisers. And of course I had to set the standard that I needed um, an organization to, for the check, you know, for um, Pampered Chef, at least this is how Pampered Chef did it, um, for Pampered Chef to write the check to. And, um, you know, so they were, a lot of times it was their either adoption agency, or at one point we even had to use a church because they were, they, I said, can you ask your church, your home church, if you could, you know, we could write the check to the church and they give it to you. And so that worked out, excuse me. <clears throat> so, um, that was a really unique thing for me because um, those those ended up being the majority of them were very successful. I had a couple that was um, I had one that was like four thousand dollars. I couldn't believe it. Um, but what's so neat is like they share their story, you know, and it was a virtual um, event. All of them were. So they got to share their story either going live or 
you know, posting a picture and all this kind of stuff. And then of course, you know, I would offer some kind of additional thing, like anyone who books a party by a certain date before the party is over. I personally gave like an additional like $10 donation or something. Right. Um, so again, this is not anything you have to do, but it, I mean, from that one show specifically, I can remember that it was like four grand. Okay. I think I got like 10 bookings. Right. So like, she was like excited because she got like more money and I was excited because I got more parties. Right. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. You can do volunteer fire department, um, your local library, an animal shelter, um, a church kitchen, you know, whether they're raising money or even just need to get replace some things in the church kitchen. You know, you'd be surprised like how many would be like, oh, my gosh, we would love some more you know, cookie sheets and utensils and just serving things, right? Stuff like that. So lots of ideas in regards to fundraisers. I'm very passionate about it. And I think, you know, people also love to spend money when it's for a good cause. All right. So just keep that in mind as well. So another idea in regards to charities is just to do, like you can see, this was back, I don't even remember the, the year, um, but I had 70 comments. I hadn't even responded to people yet. And I asked like, what nonprofit charities and organizations do you support throughout the year? And so I made this post in December where people are like thinking about giving back and all that kind of stuff. But you can make this at any point in time. Okay. And then I messaged each person individually and I, you know, shared um, this, this wording. Hey, Susie, I think it's great that your son is going to Honduras this summer. I have a goal to help 10 people raise money for their mission trip. I would love to partner with you and run a Pampered Chef fundraiser. What do you say? And so um, it could be, you know, similar wording, but maybe instead, like I have a goal to help 10 organizations in the month of May raise money for something that is close to their heart, right? So you could easily translate this exact same concept if you wanted to just do a blanket um, post about like what organizations and charities um, that will, will work as well. Um, so the other idea, again, this could be applied to any business, not just Pampered Chef, but obviously you can see my graphics are from an old Pampered Chef party. Um, so that's just, you know, obviously uh, what, I, what I'm sharing, but you can do a wishlist Wednesday post and you can do, um, you could do this in your VIP group as well. It doesn't have to be in a, um, you know, party, but one thing that my organization was pretty consistent on doing was, you know, that wish list Wednesday. And so whether you're doing tickets or points or whatever it is, right, you can ask people to go to your website. Usually most of them do. Or if you don't have something like this on your website, like if you don't have a wish list category where people can log in and create a wish list, you guys just create a Google form, like literally just create a Google form. Um, and even if you don't want them to go to your website, you would rather it be on Google. That's fine too, you know? So create a Google form and have them, to, you know, maybe list their top five products that they would love to have if money wasn't an option, right? Um, and a, the good thing about a Google form too is that you can, um, you can also, right, add other questions. So you could say like, you know, other other options in regards to like different types of bookings that maybe you do or fundraisers or you know if they're interested in learning more about um, how to make money uh, with your company all right so something that pampered chef 
launched a while back was called Share Rewards. And so I know, again, many of you are like, I'm not in, if you're not in Paper and Chef, what I want to encourage you to think about is kind of think outside the box. And so the concept behind Shared Rewards is I always used it for like a customer appreciation party. Some people did these like very consistently. I actually have um, a good friend who like she doesn't really do much of anything except for shared rewards parties, which means that the hope, like instead of the host getting all the rewards, um, like one person that is getting all the rewards or me getting the rewards or whatever, right? Like they're shared among everyone who purchases. And so one thought that I had was even if you are not in Pampered Chef or your company doesn't have something like this, you could easily do something like a spring launch or a spring customer appreciation party. Um, and what you can do is you can divide, either divide up the, the rewards where there maybe everything is mailed to you and you pick specific things that you're like willing and able to mail out um, if there's host rewards or you can even do, um, you know, even if there's not host rewards and you do some kind of spring um, customer appreciation party, maybe you can offer your own incentives, like buy three, get this free. You know, there's so many things that each of you could do with your, um, you know, products. And I think the majority of us, whatever company we're in, we usually have some stock on hand that we could like create our own little like bundles or um, I've even done mystery boxes and that was really surprising. Like people were so excited about those. It was so much fun, even for me to get to like assemble them and put them together. So just wanted to put a plug for that. You can always do you guys literally this language, like of Guinea pigs. Okay. So this is not, I don't think anything really new concept, whether it's like a you know, a messenger party or a text party, but for some people it is new. Like for some people that you might be like, oh, I've talked about it before, but like, you know, maybe you tried it one time and it wasn't very successful, but I have had a lot of um, either clients or, you know, people on my previous team that had success. And I've even, I even have a friend. I know that that's like literally all she does. That's all she does is these quick messenger parties and her show average is like $600 per show. And so maybe you're like, I'm at a season in my life where things are really busy, really hectic and, um, you know, and not even a booking, look at it like an informational event, right? Like maybe you have summer products launching. And so instead of featuring every product in the catalog, you're like, you know what, I'm just going to do a like summer product launch, like 15 minute party. And, um, you know, you could do a Google survey where people fill out the survey if they're willing to be a guinea pig and anyone who fills it out, they, you know, and host one of these things as a favor, right? They're doing a favor. So this is not something, again, this is not a strategy you're going to do all the time because we don't ever want to be about favors all the time. But I think on occasion, when you're testing something out, if you're not consistently doing it, you can, you can present it and market it in this way. And then, you know, so you follow up with them after the Google survey, and then you get the opportunity now to say, okay, maybe I'll pick a winner from, you know, all the parties that hold or something like that. Um, same concept with Zoom, okay? Um, you can create on Canva, create a presentation or a PowerPoint or whatever, 
So instead of, right, like back in the day, it was like, I'll go back to my very first virtual party. It was a 30 minute Facebook event party, you guys. And I remember it was like $500 and I was like, okay, there's something to this. Like, you know, I was like, wait a minute. You know, it was like the light bulb went off. Like I was sitting here, you know, in bed in my pajamas. It was during the, um, trying to think what year it was. I guess it was 2014, 15, 2014, I think in Tennessee, there was like an ice storm. And literally this poor host and I were trying to schedule, reschedule this cooking show like three times. And finally I was like, okay, so there, apparently there's this thing people are doing <laughs> called Facebook parties, right? I'm like, eh, you want to try? And 30 minutes, $500 show. And I was like, okay, you guys can do the exact same thing on Zoom or even just an event. But I think the power of Zoom is number one, you can see like documents, just like in person, like who are the people that are, that have shown up that are engaging and um, it's, it's done like after the 30 minutes or the, you know, whatever it's done and you don't have to over like overcomplicate it. Okay. Like you don't have to do um, this full demo or this full, whatever, instead have a presentation and then maybe you just say like, okay, get through the presentation, like couple slides, like introduce yourself. Um, thank the host, tell your story, uh, share the specials, whatever's going on, maybe um, then have like a, even a theme and say like, hey, you know, tonight we are whatever, you know, we're going to talk about whatever it is. And then you share, maybe highlight like five products and say, I'm going to, you know, stop sharing the screen for just a few minutes so I can show you one of them. Show the one product, like demo, like three seconds. Okay. Because here's the thing, the higher priced items, people want to see it in action, period. They want to see it. They want to feel like they can use it themselves, have a trust. But all of the like, if it's less than $100, people are going to buy it with or without you showing them. They just are. And so while a show like this might not be as like, you know, crazy lucrative, it's still an opportunity for you to not have to invest a ton of time to try something different. Who knows? You may end up loving it, right? You just never know. Um, and that's the same thing with in-home parties or events. I mean, I think um, so many people got out of the habit of doing in-home parties um, or events. And, you know, some people really thrive in that kind of in-person environment and getting in front of people and having that engagement. And so, you know, whatever that looks like for your business, whether it's, you know, Pampered Chef, Juice Plus, um, Hugh and Grace, whatever it is, right? I want to encourage you, there's a lot of power in events because, when you are in person, not only with the products, but also with a community of people that are also excited about what it is, what's being shared, that creates this energy where people are more apt to buy. They just are, right? It's the same thing with social media and like on Facebook, if you have a Facebook party, people are really engaged on it, then they're, they sense the energy, right? And so then, right, Facebook is now like pumping out more of the content to more people in the group because it's like, oh, people are having fun in this virtual community. And so if you are, you know, maybe on the fence about getting back to in-home parties, I would just encourage you to try a couple this summer. You know, it's a great way. People love entertaining in the summer. They do. I mean, I have a pool myself. I'm, you know, I can, I know I've done 
um, parties by people's pool and like they had people swimming and, you know, margaritas and like, it was just a lot of fun. And so I'll just encourage you to maybe um, try some of that. Uh, and then of course, um, this was an actual, literally copied and paste from my project broadcast text drip campaign. And so um, today I'm not gonna spend much talking about project broadcast, but I did want you guys to see the language that I use. So if you want to, you know, take a screenshot of this or um, just, you know, check it out. I had so much success from just the consistency because how many of us, you know, we're messaging to follow up and connect with, you know, customers after they purchase. And sometimes we just drop the ball and it's not because we're, you know, we don't know what to do. It's just because life happens. And so that's why one of the reasons why I love Project Broadcast, because it doesn't, I mean, you know, unless there's like a major glitch, it doesn't forget. <laughs> it's technology, right? It sent it for me. Um, and so I would always send after someone purchased, okay? So you can decide, you know, maybe uh, every other day or every day or whatever. It could be like, Every day at 9 a.m. on your calendar, you import everybody who purchased the day before, you import them, um, or this is actually something that my virtual assistant did. Um, so if you have a virtual assistant, this would be something you can delegate. But the first, this would be the first message that they would get. And it was just basically saying like, hey, thank you so much, right, for, for um shopping on so-and-so's party. I appreciate your support. I know that the host also appreciated it. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for partying with us. And then I asked them, if, you know, PS, if you want to stay up to date on the latest news specials and my favorite recipes, I'd love for you to join my VIP group. So this was just like a thank, thank you message and a serving like, hey, here's another way to stay plugged into my, um, you know, ecosystem and community. And then two days later, right, is when I would send my first ask, okay, so the, I'm for, the first reach out from me was, had nothing to do, I was not asking for anything, I was simply thanking them, right, for being a part of the party, um, and two days later, because again, Project Broadcast, you can drip a campaign, so for those of you that have not used it, or you don't know what I'm talking about, it is a texting service that is phenomenal, and I would highly encourage anyone in this industry to, to use it because even if you're not using um, or you're not doing virtual parties, it's a great customer service, um, you know, connection as well. So two days later, I would send them the message like, hey, Susie, it's Becky Baxter with Pampered Chef. Thank you again for your order on, you know, so I'm referencing the party. I'd love to hook you up with free stuff too. My next party date is, and I'm just give the date. So you got to make sure you're changing those dates in your template. What do you say blank? So the host is just one booking away from an awesome bonus. Would you like to book a party and surprise her? And so I like that language because a lot of times people are like, oh yeah, you know, like that's awesome. Um, or sometimes they would see the message later. And then be like, oh, does she still need, you know, does she still need that one more booking or whatever? And we always like to do a favor for our friend. Um, and especially for the people that were a little bit interested or had some things on their wish list anyway, usually something like this verbiage will push them over the edge. And then four days later. So the cool thing about Project Broadcast is you can set it up that if someone has not responded, 
it will continue to message. But if they do respond, it won't send the rest of these. So I don't want you guys thinking that, um, you know, you're just going to keep harassing and messaging them. Okay. <laughs> That's not what's happening. But if they have not responded four days later, they're going to get this. Hi, Susie, just wanted to check back in with you. I didn't want to drop the ball. If in fact, you might want to host an online party and take advantage of the awesome specials coming up. I would love to help you earn some great host rewards. What do you think? Can you let me know either way? The reason why I like that last sentence is because some people, it's like, if they'll at least, you know, say no to me, then I'm like, okay, cool. Then, right, I know not to keep chasing after someone. And it's like some people are more willing to communicate with you if they can say, if they feel like they can say no, right? It's a little bit more of a trusting relationship. And then the fifth day, five days later, if they have not responded, all right, this, and you can change this to fit your personality, your whatever, I send this message. I just wanted to follow up one final time about having you host an online Pamper Chef party. I would love to help you earn lots of awesome products for your home cooking needs. Can you please let me know either way? I really don't want to bother you and I'm fine with hearing a no, although I'd love a yes, LOL. Okay, the reason why I like this is because it's kind of like a lighthearted way of like, hey, I'm just making sure you know, I'm asking one final time, please let me know because you can turn a no into a yes. Okay. So you see on this one, this is, I didn't want to drop the ball. So this is the, um, can you let me know either way? All right. And she's like, maybe another time. Thank you. Okay. So most people would be like, okay, no problem. Not me. <laughs> I was like, when would be a better time for you? Late spring or summer? If we can set a date before the party is submitted, Whitney gets credit. She is just one booking away from an extra bonus. Summer would be fine. How Now I'm like, how about June 8th? That'll work. My birthday is June 12th, right? So my point being, don't always accept no as in a, like, you know, the conversation is over. And many of you guys know this, but you just are like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to, you know, continue or we get busy and we don't reach back out or try to you know, overcome, but this is an easy way, you guys, to turn a no into a yes. And you can tell, like, if someone's like, no, I'm just not interested, then that person is probably a no, not ever, right? And, and the conversation is done, leave it alone. But for someone that, that's opening the door and saying, hey, maybe another time, right? Well, then that is a window of opportunity and you have to figure out how to climb through that window, okay? Don't leave it, don't leave the window open for someone else to climb through because someone else, another consultant or host will do that, all right? So another fun way to um, get bookings you might be kind of surprised by either, or, or maybe you're already doing this, is to do a post on social media about maybe your post of the week or host of the month bragging on your host. Okay. So if you have one host that just really like hit it out of the park or, you know, whatever, right. Just someone had all kinds of rewards and they, you know, you're going to do a post where you tag them. So it's like recognition, right. And, um, our host of the month was blank. She earned blank and free products, five half price items, right. Whatever it is that they earn. I know their kitchen will be happier. Like if it's like, you know, whatever, right? Like I know they're going to be happy with their new products. You don't have to say kitchen, of course. If you want to earn these same rewards, drop your favorite gift 
gif, whatever, gif, and I'll message you, okay? And so this is one way that's kind of surprising, right? People will comment and engage, or even like their friends might comment and be like, oh, wow, that's so exciting, right? Because if you've tagged them and they accept the tag on social media, then their network will also um, see. But it also gives you like this authority that, because maybe other people have had virtual parties before and they weren't very successful. And so by you bragging on your host and saying, here's what, you know, they get to, you know, they've earned, it gives you this authority of like, oh, wow, like her, you know, parties are successful. Maybe I should party with her. All right. And then, of course, you know, finally, I just wanted to remind you guys to leverage social media to get bookings. Um, when I was really building up my business with Pampered Chef and trying to create momentum, I was very consistently going live. I'm talking, this was when live video started to all of a sudden, you know, was the thing. Um, I would do probably two to three live videos a week on my personal page. Um, now, I do think there's a lot of power in doing it in a virtual, you know, community, a VIP group. But um, even on your personal wall, you guys, just like, cook dinner, have conversations. And I always had a call to action. Of course, I would kind of plug it throughout like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm loving this, whatever. You can get it for free while I'm cooking. Maybe if you're um, in makeup or whatever, you know, you can, while you're doing your makeup, you can talk about how, you know, all your hosts get it for free. Um, but at the end, I would always have a call to action. Where I would say, you know, you can get your hands on these products three different ways. And I would say the first way is by purchasing through my link. I'll drop it in the comments after the video is over. The second way is to host a party and use your host rewards and get it for free or discounted. And we have some incredible promotions going on. And I actually have a couple dates, right? You always want to create that scarcity. I've got a couple dates left if you want to grab one of them. And then the third and my favorite way is to join my team, be a part of something incredible. And more than likely, you're going to be able to get these products for free yourself. And so if that is something you're interested in learning more about, let me know, right? So I always had, that was like, I always said it at the end of every single video. And, I, and then afterwards, right, I would engage with the people that um, commented or were on live with me or they liked um, the video itself. Like I would send a message and say like, hey, you know, um, Leanna, thank you so much for being on the video today. I always really appreciate you know, it means so much to me when people are engaging with me. It helps my energy stay up. I get pumped up and excited. What was something that you loved that I shared today? All right. So I'm starting a conversation and sometimes they'll say an actual product. Sometimes they'll be like, your daughter was hilarious or whatever. You know, like if she like interrupted me or something. Right. You know, and so I just kind of have that conversation and say, hey, you know, I do have a couple of spots left. Do you want to grab one before I reach out to anyone else? Right. And so sometimes. Yeah, they'll turn into a booking, but it was a natural way to start the conversation versus feeling like I don't want to just message this person randomly, but they were on, they were engaged, they were watching my video. So just don't forget, there is so much power in live video. I know um, if you follow Jessie Lee Ward, um, her Instagram is Boss Lee, she goes on and on and on, you guys, about how like that is what built her business was live video. She went live every day for like over an entire year like literally over 365 days, she went live every single day. Now I'm not saying commit to that, but what I am saying is there's a lot of power in, you know, people hearing your voice, 
watching your body language, seeing your excitement and actually seeing you demonstrate a, a specific product. All right. Um, the second way is in your stories. So that little button is if you're on Instagram or on Facebook and you want to share to your stories, make sure you're, you're showing up in there. Cause there's a lot of people you have to think about the different types of ways people consume social media. So even the amount, there's like 10 of us on here. Okay. So, or, well, I guess technically there's only, um, nine, but anyway, my point is, out of all of us, we all consume social media in different ways, right? Some of you might get on and follow people's stories. Some of you only scroll. Some of you only really watch like reels or TikToks. Some of you have, there's certain people you like to watch their live videos, right? And so if you look at it from that perspective, just like when you're host coaching and you're telling your host, hey, you have to invite a variety of ways, you have to leverage social media and show up in a variety of ways for it to actually produce fruit. Okay, so you're going to missing the mark if you're not showing up in different ways. Um, and then the final way is to just try out reels. If you have not done it, I'm telling you guys, it is, it's not, reels are not meant to sell. Reels are meant to, for exposure. So you have to look at it like when I'm creating a reel, I'm giving my brand uh, marketing and that, you know, I'm getting, um, what is the word? What I'm trying to say? I'm trying. Basically, I'm giving my brand the opportunity to get in front of more people. It's kind of that concept of okay, if I post privately to my friends on, you know, Facebook, I'm limited to the amount of friends that I have. But if I have my account set on public, on you know, um, Facebook or Instagram, and I'm creating content to attract the and share and educate the type of person that would be interested in what I have to offer, whether it's about the business or products or your lifestyle or whatever it is that you're trying to market, that person isn't necessarily going to purchase right away, right? But they're now going to, you know, maybe follow you because they resonate with what you share. And so um, I don't want you to, to, look at um, reels and make it be like your biggest priority, right? Like don't get, don't waste your time trying to chase after trends. But I do think whether we like it or not, social media is not going away. The way consumers purchase in 2023 is very different than the way they purchased even in 2020 and in 2019 and 2018. It's, it's just different. <coughs> Excuse me. And so just something to consider, okay? All right. Um, the other thing, cool. Let me grab a sip of water. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So for those of you that have been around for a while, all right, if I was to go to Facebook and look back through every virtual party I ever did, there are probably endless opportunities. And here's why, because chances are, right. Some of those people majority of those people fell through the cracks, not because per se, it was a lack on your part, but just it's a because time, you know, the window of time that you have engaged with them, connected with them, that maybe you weren't friends with them. So they didn't see any more content. Maybe they didn't join your VIP group. Maybe, you know, who knows why, right? Life happens. People get busy. They were a customer. So that wasn't like you were trying to nurture a relationship, which means you could easily go back to, even if you've only been doing your business for six months and you have, you know, 10 parties, go back to them, send a connection message, say like, Hey, 
It's, you know, Becky with Pampered Chef, and I just wanted to take a minute to reach out because we have some really cool things going on with the company, and I would love to share them with you. Um, let me know if you'd like to hear what's new, right? Or just be like, is it okay? Maybe, maybe end on a question. Like, is it, can I share what's new with you? Um, and so some of those people might ignore you because you might not be friends with them on Facebook or, you know, however, or even just going back to your list of contacts. Um, and, you know, just reaching out, like literally just, you know, anyone who's purchased from you in the, in the past, just having, starting the conversation of saying like, Hey, I just wanted to reconnect, share with you what's new and what's going on. Um, blah, 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 you know, come up with the verbiage that fits you and your personality, but that alone is a lot of opportunity. I mean, if we're being honest, right. Um, and then I think the, this is one of the last things I just want to share is to watch your language. Um, you know, it, it's one thing, okay. It's one thing to message, you know, people that are close to you, that you are, um, you know, like your people, right? Like your family, your mom, your, you know, your cousin, your best friend or whatever, and say, use the words like need and like help me, right? I mean, I would just encourage you to watch your language, but you're not, because you're not going to want to send something like that to someone else. Like I need five more bookings or can you help me? And the reason why is that it's not that people don't want to help us, right? Or it's not that, you know, you're this terrible person for saying it, but it's because unfortunately, right? Um, well, a couple of thoughts. Unfortunately, for starters, that just is going to leave a bad taste in someone's mouth because people will send this to a ton of people that maybe they have no relational equity with. They, I mean, I even yesterday, um, it's just the funniest thing to me. I have this one person who has messaged me probably 10 times and I just feel so bad for her. <laughs> you know, I, I like want to be like, please stop sending me this message. But then I'm like, I'll sound like the jerk, right? And so I just want you to put yourself in the um, receiver's end, like the consumer's end and say like, okay, if I was getting this message, how would I respond, right? And so again, like my best friend messaged me and was like, girl, because um, this has happened, right? She's a judge. And um, at one point in time, you know, she was up for, when she was the county clerk, she was like up for like an award for like, best elected official or something and she was like hey can you go vote for me and I'm like yeah because you're my best friend but like if some random person who I've never met sends me a message and says hey can you go vote for me I'd be like I don't know who you are I don't know what you stand for like this is so random no ew go away right like I'd be like this is so weird okay so it's the same thing, you guys, when you are sending your messages, and I know that the majority of our clients and like those of you in here, you know how we teach and coach and you're well established in your business. If you've invested in a coaching program, you're usually not doing some of these things, but I'll be honest, I've done these things, right? Like I have, because sometimes when we're acting out of desperation and we're like trying to fill our calendar, that's just what tends to happen as we start to say some of these things because we're desperate, we're anxious, we want to you know, have success, but instead, you know, kind of change your thinking to, you know, use verbiage, like I would love to treat you, right? So like, instead of saying, um, I need more bookings, or can you help me say things like, I would love to treat you, or let's get everything on your wish list. So um, hopefully those were just a couple of reminders, but I think either way, 
All right. Either way, I just want to encourage you guys that you can have an abundance of bookings. You can have an, a full show schedule without feeling like, you know, you're chasing your tail every single month, trying to fill up your calendar. One thing that I, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys, these, these spring allergies are like, <clears throat> get me. One thing that I kind of, you know, I would say I mastered, but I was very good at was I was booked out like a month and a half um, very consistently because, you know, I was practicing a lot of these things, but I wasn't relying on one strategy, right? Like I was still sending my messages, you know, I was sending those follow-ups to customers after they purchased from the host. I was, you know, posting on social media. I was offering incentives. I was doing, you know, customer appreciation. So it's kind of like when all of these things are in play, you're going to have this natural momentum and, you know, success loves speed. Whether you like it or not, if you are not happy with your business or your bookings or, you know, your team culture, whatever it is, it just means that maybe you need to pick it up, pick up the pace. And it doesn't mean that you have to like burn yourself out to the place of like, I hate what I'm doing, but it's a matter of the consistency of it, right? You get to decide the level of which, you know, how many bookings you have, how many events you have, how many reach outs you're doing every single day. And if you're tracking, right, just like kind of coming back to the beginning of the conversation, if you're tracking and you're saying, okay, you know what? I know that, you know, these last four bookings, I had to talk to X amount of people, right? Then it's like a matter of, okay, I just, you know, if I want four shows a week or one show a week or whatever it is, then you just know, you do the math and say, I'm going to have to talk to this many people. And the fact is they don't all have to come from the same place, right? So I hope this was helpful. I was very long-winded. It's like took almost the whole time. Um, but I, lots of different ideas. I would love to know, um, any takeaways, anything, um, maybe you tried, you did before and you're like, I need to get back to that. Um, anything new, uh, I would love, love to hear some feedback from you guys. I have a question for Becky. Yeah. Um, you talked about, um, project broadcast. And I listened to your, I listened to your podcast about that recently. So as far as just, so I haven't used it before. Okay. Um, can, but I need bookings. <laughs> so is that something that you would suggest going in? Like, can I go back? Like, like I, so here, let me try to get this quickly out. I lost all my Facebook about a year and a half ago. Brutal. Yes. Was able to get my VIP group back, but I had to build from zero. I tried everything besides mm -hmm. selling a child. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> so um, I had to, so I don't have access. I have all these crazy amounts of parties. Right, like right. 2021, unfortunately, then the slowdown hit. Right. And for me, at least, I don't know about events, but for me. So I'm just kind of trying to figure out creative ways to get back into people. So of course I have all the clients. Can you go back? Like, I think I'm thinking, you know, I didn't know anything in 2020. I keep saying this. If I went back into like my 2020, like I had some huge shows. Yeah. Using so like leveraging something like that. Yes, 100%. So what I would do is I would ex if it was me, I would export all of my um, contacts from Pampered Chef um, into I think it's like a CSV file or whatever. 
-hmm. and then you upload all of them onto Project Broadcast, okay? And then what you're going to do is you're just going to send a blanket message that's something, you know, you come up with the wording yourself, but just like, you know, hey, and it's their first, it'll, it'll kind of walk you through like how to enter in their first name. So like, okay. hey, Leanna, it's Amita with Pampered Chef. Okay. Um, I know it's been a minute since we have connected, but this is my new business phone number. And I wanted to make sure you had access to me if you need any blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then, and then well, it's great because even warranty stuff, warranty help and everything is a good. Right. And then you can say at the end of it, have a call to action and say, hey, um, I am doing a fun customer appreciation party inside my whatever VIP group or inside this group and say, can I send you an invite? Okay. So it's just one way to kind of like warm up the conversation and you're, it's like, whatever, right. It's just a get everyone in there kind of thing. And you can do a fun, you know, event, lots of giveaways, games, this, that, and the other. And then from the people that are inside that, those are probably your warmest leads to then send the booking messages to, but even so, right. Like you can send a monthly like message out yeah. and you can, you know what I mean? And say like, Hey, here's what's going on. Almost like a newsletter. Cause you can even create you guys. There's so many things. I don't even know all the things you can do on project broadcast, but you can literally like even create like a landing page. Now it's like a whole thing. Um, so you could even say like, if you would like to stay up to date on the latest news and tips and promotions and whatever, um, message back the word, you know, whatever, like, you know, kitchen or, <laughs> you know, like okay. day or something, you know what I'm saying? And then you'll, it, you'll have a list of people that you can tag to that word. Right. And so then, you know, okay, these are the people that like, they want to stay in touch. But everyone else, they've got your information now. They can reach out to you kind of thing, whatever. So just some thoughts. Okay, because right, okay. I don't know anything about it and I need to, to look into it. I did just finish a big customer appreciation in my VIP group. So I'm now trying to get stuff on the thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think that was my main. Okay. I haven't cool. used the social media posts yet that we, like, has anybody else here? Like, I haven't, I don't know when to start those, your social media posts. Girl, just tomorrow question because I can out. wait for Thursday. I can wait on that one. So <laughs> right no. away, just do it. Schedule yeah. them in. I schedule okay. them in. Okay, yep. that's what I, I need to hear. Schedule them all in, and then I scheduled them to my business page, and then I'm forwarding them from my business page into my VIP page and onto my personal profile. So then, you know, once it posts, I can just go in and click share, and it it gets everywhere, and I don't have to worry about it. I love that. Yeah. Well, and you guys too, if you don't have a business page, um, I just saw, did y'all see this? You can now schedule posts on your personal Facebook wall. No, I was looking for that. I'm you not. Even, yes. It'll say like publish now or later or something, uh, which I did. I didn't catch it at first. It's been, it was like available for a while. And someone else said something to me because I always post on Instagram and then it posts like, you know, to my personal wall or whatever. Uh, and I can't remember. I think it was Nicole. Um, anyway, someone was like, hey, did you know? And I was like, what? You know, because it's like we've all been like, why can't we schedule? You know, but anyway, so I, I that's tried. That's interesting. I tried. I couldn't find it, yeah. um, but maybe I didn't try hard enough. 
Well, I think I, it was on my phone. I don't know. I haven't looked on my computer what it looks oh, like. Oh, so maybe it's the app. Oh, yeah. Jenny said it. She doesn't think it's available to everyone yet. Huh. Oh, well, just like tagging everyone isn't available to everyone. It's really weird. Yeah. Okay. Jenny um, said, I need to go back into my old parties, reconnect. Yes. 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 Something simple like that. I know it's time consuming guys, but there's could be so many leads, you know, that we're missing out on. Danielle said she loves the wish list idea, but to use a Google form. Yes. And I think too, um, you know, it's like, don't put so much weight into what I'm about to say, but I do think just one thought is you, that you you might also want to be considering is creating your own email list. And it's funny that I would even say this because when I was with Pampered Chef, I was like, why would anyone do that? Like you have your own, like they send out an email and all this or whatever. But I think too, um, at the end of the day, like we don't have control technically over what corporate, you know, home office does. And I mean, I mean, I'm like a perfect example. Like I never in a million years thought I would go anywhere else, you know? And I think, um, you know, when I left, I lost all of those contacts. I mean, I had exported them various times for different things like project broadcast or whatever, but in theory, they hadn't opted into me. They had opted into Pampered Chef. So I don't know. I've noticed, um, not a ton of people, but like a couple people I know, um, Christy Roach, I noticed she has like a little like landing page. So don't like go too far in the weeds on this, but, um, I don't know, just a thought like you, you know, I'm not saying like go out and <clears throat> excuse me, you guys like create your own website or whatever. That's not what I mean. But I just do think that, um, kind of like how people have a link tree, like their own little like landing page or whatever. Um, just something to consider, you know, cause you could, I, I think she does like a weekly like meal plan and it's coming from her, you know? So it's like her branding, her, whatever, um, so I don't know. Just a, that's, just a thought. that's where that's where project broadcast really comes in handy too. Yeah. Can I just share one thing with everyone? So I have a leader on my team in my organization. She's our number one seller. She's our number one everything. And oh. last year she did two hundred nine thousand dollars in sales personally. Okay. <laughs> so I I re, you know I said listen I mean I wow. work with this girl I trained her I'm like. So, um, so I reached out to her, um, when I was kind of in a slump and I said, you know, I just need your top tips. Like, give me three, you know? Yeah. And her three tips were the same. And she said, it's really boring. I'm just going to tell you it's boring. It is consistency, consistency, consistency. She said, I message every single day. And every single day from her parties, and I started doing what she told me to do her system, which is, you know, the first welcome message, then the first, right. you know, ask and then, you know, and I started doing her system and I started that last October, I have never had to get a booking outside of a party since not once. That's incredible. That I know. Incredible. And I just wanted to share that with you guys, because I thought she was going to share this like big yeah. nugget. It was going to be like this thing, like, come on, this girl lives, you know, her, she has a house here, but she lives in Costa Rica in the woods, in the jungle. And half the time does not even have cell service. And this girl is doing over $200,000 in sales. You wow. know, I'm like, hello, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So I just wanted to share. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Cause I think 
you know, it's just like with anything, like we know, right? Like we know that, you know, if it's our health or if it's whatever, right? If we're consistent, we're going to get the results we want, but life happens. Life gets in the way, you know, like we teach in our, um, our module on the sharp five roadblocks. If you haven't got to it yet, I mean, it's like, you have to make that decision, right? That I'm going to show up and do it regardless of what, you know, happens in, in my life. And so obviously she's mastered that, right? She's very disciplined. And so, um, good, good advice. Yes. Good sound advice. Anything else before we go? I know we went, we went over, um, a few minutes, but I appreciate you guys joining me. I know I talked a lot about Pampered Chef from my own experience and reference point, but hopefully those of you, even if you're not in Pampered Chef, it was, um, still helpful in regards to, you know, how to get some outside, business. Can I ask one thing before we go to everybody, like to the group kind of? Okay. So this is just, it's just, I'm in a slump. Like I'm in a booking slump. Part of that is just, I don't know. I, not enough asks. Let's just say that that would be the main thing. So where do you, like, I'm following the modules. I'm doing that. Like I'm trying to do more messaging. I'm trying to do, is that, is that where the secret, like just to keep up with the connections like that's I know I need to go back and maybe it's trying to prioritize because my time I only have so much time I have a full-time job I've I've covered my classroom for an hour to do this so I'm just kind of trying to I can't I don't have the time to go spinning everywhere so that's why I'm trying where do I start so I think at the end of the day um when you look at anything you know, just kind of like what I talked about, like success loves speed and momentum. And so if anyone is in a slump in anything, you essentially have to, if you look at like an airplane trying to get off the ground, it it takes a lot of energy. In fact, it takes about 75% of the fuel and energy just to get up in the air um, than what is used the rest of the flight. And so you have to make the decision what are you willing to sacrifice to get up into the air and to get back into that momentum? And so for some people, the sacrifice is I am, you know, just going to hustle until I get every, my calendar where I want it. And then I'm going to put systems in place, right? Like Sherry shared, like, I'm going to, you know, make sure no matter what this happens, I'm messaging people, you know, four days a week or three days a week in my party so that I don't put myself back in this position. Or you say, I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, go a little slower. I'm sacrificing my, my time in the opposite direction, meaning I just don't have the bandwidth. And, and it's not to say that um, you can't have both, right? You can't have, um, you know, a beautiful life and family. And I mean, obviously, like she was saying, this lady lives in Costa Rica or whatever, but I would imagine in the beginning of getting her business going, she was hauling ass. I mean, excuse my language, but you know, sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, you have, you really just have to. And so I don't think it's you doing anything wrong or you need the secret sauce. I think it's a matter of, um, while all of our content, right. Our content is very heavy on team building. Right. And when you look at the model, right. Of the, in this industry, you need the sales and you need, you know, if you really want to truly leverage it, the, the most money you could make is from the team building, right. It's why we have said that's like our trademark is like finding the business builders and people get results from it. Like that's, that's our thing. But that is also why we started this coffee chat, because I even told Monique, like, just because from my perspective, 
I came from the party space and I could see that, you know, the, our clients coming from the party space, like the majority of the people who invest in coaching are like, they have a fairly well-established business already, or they did it one time. And so they don't, it's not necessarily like we're trying to help them get a sale. It's more like, they're like, all right, I see the potential mm -hmm. and I'm ready to keep going. But if someone is stuck, you just have to, I mean, it's, it, look at it like this. You've done it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I yeah, have established like, business. You know, running around, like you said, like I didn't know or whatever. And I was running around like chicken with my head cut off, but instead say, okay, instead of running around like chicken with my head cut off, I know that I probably need to message 10 people to get one booking, right? Or I probably need to message 15 people, whatever it is, right? So then you need to decide. How many bookings do I want to get today? How many, you know, I mean, are you going to message hundred people? Are you going to message 15? That doesn't, I mean, that's up to you, right? But you have to decide. And once you've made that decision, then you've got to follow through with it and say, okay, for the next two weeks, I'm going to mess. I'm going to take these strategies and I'm going to just go all in. I'm going to book a fundraiser, one fundraiser a week. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do one cooking show a, a week or one this month or whatever, because here's the thing. If you fill it up, right, then you evaluate and say, okay, now I've got things where I want them, but I'm not just going to sit back and let it happen. Now I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to take what Sherry said. I'm going to, you know, have the consistency, right? I'm going to leverage all these things and then just set a boundary. So you're not floundering out there and just say, okay, every day I send these 10 messages. So then it's not a matter of, okay, I, I was doing so good and then I lost everything, but now you've got this habit. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to ever feel like, right? Like Sherry said, like she's not having to chase after people because she's creating those connections inside the virtual parties. Um, so I hope that's helpful. I might not be exactly what you wanted to hear. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, no, I'm, I'm looking, like I said, it's just, yeah. It's, it's one, I mean, it does take, there is bandwidth to figure out yeah. where to put your energy because it is a, it is a, it is a juggle. If you have a full time it is. Uh, on top yeah. of it, it's a business, but this last thing, Sherry, will you post your things in the group? The messages. Do you mean the system? Yeah. Not the consistent, consistent. I got that. That's your word. <laughs> oh, so I just. I just popped in the chat, set a timer for 15 minutes every morning, you know, or when it's convenient for you, send messages just in that 15 minutes time. Don't answer anything. Don't do anything. I get 25 to 30 out every time. And every day it's non-negotiable. It's the first thing I do when I start my work day. It's like, it's not negotiable. And, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and because of that consistency, you know, you actually end up getting like almost overbooked, you know, because it's, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. try to stick to four parties a week. I really don't like to do more than that. I could do way more than that, but I want to give people what they deserve. And once I get past the four a week, yeah. I start not giving. That was how I was. I never understood how people could do the like 10, 15, whatever. I, I, I don't like, like it. I, I, I like, actually don't like amazing, it. <laughs> I felt so far removed, you know, yeah. from like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. Rockstar people. I, yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's all good. That's good. Those awesome. are, those are all good tips. Cause I'm doing, I'm, I'm building that into my morning. Cause I discover, yeah. uh, Lindsay said, I had a conversation with Lindsay who Lindsay's gone now, but, um, yeah. I would get, cause I'm an, I push it to the wall and then I want to die because I'll, I'll 
work my full-time job and then I'll work all night and work and have no margin. And then I don't want to do it for three more days. So that's where the timer, it's learning the balance. And I don't, that's not my strong suit. (laughs) So I'm trying to build it. So I like the timer idea. This should be one of your non-negotiables that they were talking about in the. Yes, in the for sure. Yeah, this is a non-negotiable, right? Yes. Non. Yes. But it's it's using a timer though, and not putting yourself to the fact that that's the thing. Yeah. I can I can say I'm going to do it for 15 minutes, and I'll and two hours later I'll still be doing it. That's my all or nothing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't want to hold up anything more. <laughs> guys, no, I'm stressed that I'm holding it up. <laughs> it's all good. But thank you guys so much for being on today. I hope this was helpful. And um, I'm going to, by this afternoon, I'll have these, these loaded and start a coffee chat section so you guys can refer back to all of these. So anyway, you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye everyone. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.